So we wanted to let you know on the big news. So we've talked about focus. We've aligned it with our business. We've brought it to you and we want to make sure that we're doing the same thing. And so now we have developed everything, moving ourselves all into multifamily. We've stopped our flipping. We stopped our other real estate businesses because that's what we align with. And that's what really allowed our business to grow was focus. And with that, we're transforming our podcast and starting a new podcast called the Multifamily Foundation Podcast, which is going to align with all of our goals, bring you that same actionable, great content with some golden nuggets you're going to have to check out, but it's all going to be multifamily focused. And you love it here. We have Multifamily Monday. But this podcast is going to stop. And within two weeks, we're going to be starting up Multifamily Foundation Podcast. We want you to go over there. We want you to like and comment and subscribe to the page because it's going to bring you everything you have of actual content, great guests. We're going to teach you how to underwrite, how to find deals, how to find the money, how to close deals, what to do once you find the deals. So there's going to be a ton of golden nuggets, especially in these first episodes that are coming out. So within a little under two weeks, definitely, definitely, definitely get ready for it. And if you want the updates, go over to our Facebook page, Multifamily Foundation Group. Get ready for this awesome, awesome launch. Multifamilyfoundation.com is our site. Multifamily Foundation Group is our Facebook page. So if you're ready for the Multifamily Foundation podcast, we'll see you soon. This is the Real Estate Foundation. Your show for massive action with proven results. Raise your life and your legacy with real estate. Alpha Funding Solutions, your capital partner backing real estate investors since 2007, providing the best combination of pricing and leverage in the market. Join Alpha's family of 1,000 plus successful and happy investors and let Alpha's team provide options in your next deal or reach out to discuss your future needs and strategy. So go to alphafunding.com backslash J and P. Again, that's alphafunding.com backslash J and P to connect or submit a deal today. So before we dive into the show, we wanted to say thank you so much to all the listeners out there. It's always great to have you dive in with us on all these great topics we were to have, able to have. And if you want to hear more about us, go to urusiholdings.com. You can find everything about us from projects we're working on, more about our team members, how we break it up, and all the resources we offer. And if you want to invest, learn more about investing with us there. Also, make sure to check out our multifamily meetup if you're local here in New Jersey. We run the New Jersey Multifamily Investment Meetup, and it happens to be every second Tuesday of the month uh, here in North Central Jersey. So if you're in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, make sure to check it out. And lastly, if you want to learn more about investing in apartment buildings, go to multifamilyfoundation.com. All right, check out the show. Well, hello and welcome back. Thanks again for checking in with us. Of course, if you like what you hear, you can also find us on YouTube. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, a number of different platforms. Please give, go over, give us a ratings and review. We'd love to hear from you. It doesn't have to be five stars. We just want to hear from you. We want to know what we're doing, what we can do better, what content we can bring to really just shine light on what you're trying to do with real estate investing. So today we are super excited. Got a great guest. We're going to talk a lot on everything you have to do with real estate and how he grew so quickly to be able to do so many deals, up to 10 deals a month, Antoine Martel. Hey, Antoine, how you doing? Very good. Thanks for having me on the show. 
Well, thank you for coming on the show. And Antoine is a real estate entrepreneur from San Mateo, California. His proven real estate investment strategies have enabled countless clients to realize passive income and financial freedom through out-of-state turnkey rental properties. Martel's a turnkey specialized in assisting first-time and veteran real estate investors purchase cash flow properties in a wide range of markets across the U.S. And since founding Martel Turnkey, Antoine Martel at the helm has sold well over $11 million worth of cash flow in real estate. So that's an awesome start, but, but give us the, give us the, the brief. how do we get to this? How do you get to what you're doing? There? Okay. Now we've sold over $11 million. Who, who is Antoine and where did this all start? I got you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so I'm 24 years old. I live in LA now, but I grew up in San Mateo, which is in the San Francisco Bay area. So I went to community college there, then transferred down to Loyola Marymount university. While I was at university, I was studying entrepreneurship and I realized I didn't want to work for somebody else. I wanted to start my own company. I've been very entrepreneurial since a very young age. Um, but I went to, my brother dragged me and my dad to like a real estate investing seminar. We learned about flipping houses and real and wholesaling real estate, rental properties, everything, you name it. And we were like, oh my God, this is amazing. We need to do this. And I was like, you know, getting close to my graduation point in 12 or 24 months. And I was like, all right, I need to start doing this now so that I can do it. I want to do this full time. I don't want to work for somebody else. Really don't want to do that. And started just implementing what we were learning and, and testing it out in different markets in different areas, starting locally, of course, and then slowly expanding it out of state, out of state, out of state, um, further and f further and further away from California as the, as the prices and numbers got better. And then eventually, um, we landed on a couple of different markets out of state. We started, my dad had $40,000 saved up. I took that money my last year at LMU or at university, took my dad's money, went to Memphis, bought a house, renovated it all with 40 grand cash, and then did a cash out refinance, gave my dad his money back and said, Hey, you know, I can keep building this family portfolio if you want after graduating. Um, just cover my rent for whatever it was, six months. And let me try to figure this out and scale it up a little bit with the team that I had built on the ground. And yeah, since that point, we graduated in May. By the end of that year, I had like 10 single family homes in Memphis, all with loans on them, all cash flowing. And then people started reaching out to us pretty much as a family. And hey, how can we invest in real estate? How did you guys buy stuff in Memphis, Tennessee? And slowly people started reaching out to us. I just made a quick little website online, which was called Martel Family Realty. It wasn't even a turnkey company. It was the Martel family selling houses in their portfolio. And that's kind of scaled up to what you see today. And now we're doing over a hundred, that was just two years ago. And now we're doing over a hundred homes a year, helping people get into cash flowing rentals out of state. So retract here. What, what did you do in college? What did you study? I studied entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. Okay. So your dad knew this was a possibility. So you weren't <laughs> studying to be a doctor and always said, say, no, dad, no. Bucks, I'm running off there. So yeah, and this wasn't my first like business venture either. Like when I say I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, I mean, starting at eight years old, helping my mom open up a retail store and stacking the shelves and working the cash register. And then I was selling, you know, plums, you know, I went to my neighbor's house and took all the plums off his plum tree when I was 11 and put them in a wheelbarrow and sold them around town with and the lemonade stand, then importing stuff from China when Alibaba came out. So my dad's, you know, saw that I, and that's, I think what helped him trust me in the $40,000 investment into that mm -hmm. first house was he knew I had done my homework. Cause it had been like, you know, 
a year or two years of just doing homework and trying this real estate thing before we actually even made that first investment and bought that first house out of state. Yeah, that's a lot of trust, right? So he's got 40,000 saves up. He said, here you go. Go out and try something new. I, I believe in you. And so it's a yeah. lot of responsibility on you as well because here's yeah. dad giving me 40,000. I'm sure that felt great to be able to say, dad, have a plan. It worked. Here's your money back. Let's yep. do this again. Absolutely. So yeah. Why did you focus down on Memphis? I mean, you said, okay, California, we understand, you know, high prices, you know, values. It's nuts. Yep. Where was it? I mean, there's a lot of cities across that get you from here to Memphis, from where you are to Memphis. What yeah, stood yeah. out about Memphis? So a couple of things. First of all, the price to rent ratio. So typically when we're doing rental properties, we look for like a price to rent ratio of 1% or called the 1% rule. Bigger pockets, some people say like 2% rule. Pretty much what that means is that if a property is worth a hundred grand, you want the rents to be a thousand bucks, which is 1% of a hundred thousand dollars. Um, and that property is going to cash flow. So it's just a quick rule of thumb to analyze deals. So I took that metric, learning it just over the years um, on bigger pockets and networking. And I took that and I did all 50 states across all 50 states and then major cities. And I made an Excel model with all these different states and all the the median house price and the median rents. And I was like, okay, which market across the country has the best, you know, price to rent ratio. And Memphis was one of the, the markets that had the top price to rent ratio. And so now you start doing this, right? You, you get some traction. You're starting to do this. Is your dad and your brother just passively involved or are they, or are they active with you in the approach? Yeah. So they, they were pretty passive at this point in time. Um, it was really just me kind of doing all this research, analyzing all the markets and figuring out which market would work. And then after you figure out which markets so like, okay, now I need to build a team in each of those markets. So who do I need on my team, property manager, realtor, et cetera. My dad still had a full-time job at this point. So he was busy with that would help me after his workday was done. And then my brother was trying to be a realtor in the Bay area. So he was kind of busy doing that whole thing as well. And you start getting the presence out there where people start finding out about you. Was this just naturally word of mouth or, or how did the word continue to spread that you were able to start helping so many investors and everybody knew? Were you marketing this? Cause you said you set up a website, but what was the initial yeah. feedback? Yeah. And for me, like, I think for a lot of people setting up a website is like a big milestone for me. Like growing up, I was setting up a new website and doing a new business every single month. Like I swear I was, this is probably my 50th website on WordPress for me, making a website was just like, you know, instead of playing video games for five hours, Antoine's making a website. And it was literally as simple as that for me to make up, make a website. So first of all, that wasn't that big of a deal. And then marketing was really just word of mouth. And I had like an email list of all my friends and family just through word of mouth that were kind of interested in real estate. And, you know, at, you know, people, family, friends would come over for dinner or people would be introduced, we'd be introduced to people just because we were doing real estate and just had this big email list. And I was like, you know what, this is a real pain in the ass to put all this info in an email. It's really tight. You can't format it nicely. Um, you can't attach an Excel and unless you do a blind copy, I didn't want to do that. So I was like, let's just put everything up on the website, full photo gallery with all the numbers, make it really easy. Hmm. And then I can email people and say, Hey, new property on the website. Here's a link. It's easier. So that's why we did it. And that's why I made the website just to get off of that email chain and email list so that people can just go to the website and check it out. And it was really just word of mouth. Um, we only really started doing marketing once we had that name changed and actually made Martel turnkey, 
then we started running Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and then like really putting out a lot of content to try to just educate normal people or, you know, people who had no idea about real estate, about real estate investing, that you can buy properties out of state without seeing them. If you have these three things, right? Like have a appraiser, inspector and all that kind of stuff. So oh, I actually have some entrepreneur questions before we dive there. Finding deals, people are going to just want to know, how, how are you doing this <laughs> thousand plus miles away? How are you finding not only the first deal, but the, the 10 deals that have followed per month mm -hmm. growing from there? So first deal, I'll just give that story. So it was actually, I was trying, I had not dialed in on Memphis. So I knew Memphis was a good market for what I was trying to do, which was that Burr strategy. So I was like, all right, great. Now I need to find a team there. And I, for me, like starting off, the biggest thing was I need a realtor for some reason. That's the thing that I, that I wanted. So I literally went on Zillow, typed in the state and then just called started or typed in the city Memphis and then just started cold calling all the realtors. Hey, I'm Antoine Martel. I'm a real estate investor from California. I want to buy properties, renovate them, rent them out and refinance them. And I want a property management company, you know, that whole spiel. And I did that probably to 200 agents. I kept track of all of them in sell spreadsheet. And through with every one of those phone calls, I kind of got better and better. And I started asking them about what neighborhoods they think would work. And then started collecting data in my head about, you know, all the overlapping zip codes that people were saying right from phone calls so then it helped me dial in on the zip code and then i would take those zip codes and then i would call all the listings in those zip codes and all the agents there and so after doing that for probably six months straight of just calling every day somebody new or a couple new people every single day then that's when i actually there was a new listing i called the listing agent i'm like hey this is what i'm trying to do i don't think we've chatted before you search them up in your excel and I want to buy this property and rehab it and rent it out. You know, what do you think the renovation is? Oh, it's going to be five grand. It needs the blah, blah, blah. And that's the first person that had ever told me like an actual price on how much it would. I'm like, do you have somebody who can do that? Yeah, I've got a contractor ready to go. And I'm like, okay, what do you think the property would rent out for? He's like, well, once we do these renovations, we'll rent it out for probably seven fifty. And I was like, again, the first person out of 200 yeah. agents to actually like give me an actual number and like actually have some investor mindset about what needed to happen in that property, which was really rare, rare after doing this for six months. And then, so just with that information, he, you know, connected me with a contractor or property manager. And then from there, things kind of took off. Um, and now how do I find deals now? It's a lot of still MLS. So mm -hmm. we, I have a full team who goes through the MLS every single day, looks at all the numbers and then we place offers every day. Um, and, then we get a lot of pocket listings just because we're doing so much volume. So realtors will come to us after we've done a couple of deals with them just because they know we're going to close. We're all cash. We're fast and easy to work with. Um, and then wholesalers would be probably the last one. Sure. Uh, we just have every wholesaler in this market. We're on their list or try to get on their list. And then just, you know, it's a needle and haystack with those wholesalers, but some of them will, will keep dumping out good ones. Um, so we, we continue to buy from them and pay whatever commission they want as long as the deal works. So a lot of young investors are so worried about not being taken seriously, right? So you come out of mm -hmm. college, now you're starting to make these calls to pe people who are presumably, you know, yeah, yeah. At, at a certain level. How did you get across that threshold or what's some advice you could give to a listener who's young and just maybe hasn't yep. done a deal and is worried about being called any name or newbie or just not be taken seriously? So that's a big risk um, in people's minds uh, kind of as an excuse to not get started. Um, and so what I realized was 
so my business, I, I started buying these houses, right? So 10 properties were kind of funded by us. We just kept rolling the money over after that. And after people started buying turnkeys from us, I was like, holy shit, I need to raise money to buy more. Cause we had run out of money because all of our money was in the properties we currently owned or projects we had going on. So we were tapped out. So I was like, okay, how about if I take my 40 grand and put $4,000 into 10 properties instead of putting 40 grand into one property, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, but then I need to raise the other 36,000 bucks or 40,000 bucks for all the other projects. Okay, so I need to raise 400 grand. Where do I raise that money? So I started going on and I was like 22 years old, I think. 21, 22 years old, I would go on bigger pockets and just started networking my ass off with people, telling them what I was doing. Hey, I'm investing out of state. These are my 10 properties I have. If you, if you have any interest in learning about what I'm doing, it's been working for me. I'd love to share it with you and grab a coffee. That's it. Networking all day long on bigger pockets with the mindset of I'm, I need to raise money and just educate people on what I'm doing and how it's working. Hopefully they'll come to me when I do have a deal to present to them that, hey, now you can partner up with me. Remember I taught you about this, this, and this. Now come and invest with me. Don't do it yourself. Just come and invest with me and we'll take care of it. But I was 22 years old doing that. And the, I think what, what people need to focus on is just learning and being a niche, an expert in your niche. Don't worry about your age or how old you are. Um, out of those couple hundred people that I met with on Bigger Pockets, probably a couple dozen of them asked me how old I was. And when I would tell them my age, they were more impressed than being shy or scared to invest with me because of how much I knew and how much I was just enamored with my whole business model and my team and what was going on. Um, so they were, I think it was the age thing was even more impressive that I had done so much at such a young age. And then I also knew so much about what was going on. And, you know, I had an answer for every single rebut, you know, question that they did have and I had to rebuttal to every question they had. So I think that I don't think that age really played a factor in my success or not, but I think that don't let it don't definitely don't let it stop you. Cause as long as you know what the hell you're talking about and you know how to answer questions and you know your niche um, as well as anybody, then I think you're, you're going to have success. Yeah. And I agree. So preparation and commitment and just really if you think about a lot of us and myself older, I wish I started younger. So when we see people like you do, taking the action earlier, yeah. we respect it because ultimately it wasn't something that we did at that time for whatever was the reason, right? Yep. So it always yep. comes to you. Uh, so as an entrepreneur, right, one of the, the key things is that it, the, the, uh, the overlying thought is that sometimes that means jump around from, from one opportunity to the next and not stay committed. What would be some rules? Because in real estate, just like if you were to go to a RIA, right? One one yep. month is flipping, then it's wholesaling, then it's Airbnb, then it's wholesaling yep. notes and people every, every month they're trying something new and they never really get anywhere and they don't realize it's because they're never really starting anywhere. So what is yep. your advice to someone who, who, you know, you're coming from an entrepreneur where they tell you to go out there and, and, and yep. take the, the risk. How are you staying committed and giving it time? Cause six months, right? A lot of people within six months would have said, Hmm. Okay. I gave it a month. It doesn't work. Yep. On yep. to the next. Yeah. What's some advice from that point? That's a very, that's a very important point. Cause I see it all the time with beginners. Um, and I mean, some people, I, I know some people here that are like, um, their full-time job is going to seminars and I'm not even kidding. They're at a new seminar every single weekend and I don't know how they're ever going to get anywhere cause they never focus or try something for long. You know, seven days later, they're learning something new about, and I'm, 
they're never actually taking the time to flush the, out the idea fully. And I'm, you know, pivoting was big when I was starting too. we tried house flipping for three to six months, you know, and you know, after that three to six months, we reevaluated, Hey, is anything going to change in the market to allow us to have success? No. Okay. Let's pivot. So pivot, it's a, you know, pivoting is also super important as well, but mm-hmm. I don't think people are giving enough time to flush out the idea fully try everything and to keep trying to make it work um, until they've literally exhausted all resources. And then I think you can move on. Um, but going back to your question about um, what was your original? Ideally, how do you stay committed to the point to give your opportunity to, to at least see it through? So yes, pivoting isn't important, but you, but if you're not fleshing something out, then yeah, ultimately yeah. you're not giving it time to evolve. Yep. Yep. Okay. So what I, I think what I did was, um, that I kind of, at the end of the day, I looked at like my resources, which was very little cash. Um, I had a good amount of time and I had a good amount of knowledge, but the thing was the the limiting cash was kind of limiting me from doing a lot of different strategies. So apartment buildings, flipping houses in California, um, flipping houses out of state. Even I didn't have any W2 income. So buying rentals or buying turnkey rentals was out of the question. So I think that when you're first starting, it's good to learn about the, all the different strategies, but then kind of looking at your resources and saying, okay, today, not, you know, five years down the line, but actually today, what are my resources? Write down, write all of them down. And then which strategy makes the most sense to start today. And now it doesn't need to be something you're going to do for five or 10 years, but what is going to get me on the real estate wagon today and what can I start doing? What can I start implementing today? And then really just sticking to that and growing it as large as, as you possibly can, because definitely along the way, many people have called me and said, Hey, Antoine, screw apartments. Let's do uh, mobile home parks. Hey, Antoine, screw single family. Let's do, um, you know, self storage. I get those phone calls all the day and it's, and hey, lower, let's flip this, you know, $3 million house in LA. And all that stuff is the glitz and glamour also gets gets to you too. Cause mm-hmm. you know, those people are driving Lamborghinis around LA and they they want you to invest with them. But you know, sometimes you just really have to stick to your guns and stick to your niche and really keep flushing it out. Um, and not really not move or change your investment strategy. Cause I think that once you get spread too thin, that's when stuff starts getting um, dangerous as well. Yeah, I agree. And so what is the next one to three years look like for Antoine Martel and Martel Turnkey and other? Yeah. So with the turnkey business, we're doing around a hundred homes a year. So I like to keep growing that maybe to two or 300 homes a year. Um, there's going to be a point where it, you know, maybe is too big and we just need to need to stay at a two or 300 number, but we haven't found that number yet. Hmm. So continue to scale up that business the next couple of years, keep adding people to the company. Um, we started really growing the apartment building side of our business. So taking the cash from the single family homes, our personal cash with investors that we've met along the way who want to invest in apartments instead of single family. Um, so really growing that list and building a list of people behind us who want to invest in apartments. So we did a 20 unit last year. We're under contract for a couple buildings now, a 20 unit, 16 unit, 24 unit. So really moving into the apartment building side of things and hopefully getting into syndicating larger deals over the next couple of years in the hundreds of units. range. awesome. Cool. We're going to jump over to our snap action questions. You ready? Cool. Best piece of advice you've been given so far. Best piece of advice. Uh, don't, don't over leverage yourself. That's great. 
what's a talent you wish you possess? Damn, these are hard. <laughs> first thing, first thing that comes to mind. Does it have to be uh, the most read? Um, read. Um, I wish I could read for long periods of time. Yeah, heard read 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 faster. Understand for yeah, that or faster too. Yeah, which which your real estate superpower? Um, sales. Awesome. What's a lesson that you've learned uh, throughout your years doing this that has excelled forward your real estate career, whether it be a good lesson or bad? Stay focused. Perfect. What is a focus or productivity hack you use? Um, keep all communications on one channel. So don't have Slack and WhatsApp and Messenger and Wonderlist and so I, I try to keep everything on email or CRM so that everybody, and also when you bring in new people onto your team, everybody can just join one channel and boom, you're, they're in your whole system. Yeah, that's great. I've had some people talk about that in terms of like, if you're working with a seller and, and they contact you on Facebook, you're probably not going to jump from Facebook to an email to back Hell and no. forth to text. You're nope. going to deal with them through Facebook. That's just how yep. it was to start. So what's your best tip for success? Um, what I said earlier, which was match your resources to the strategy that works best for you today and flush that thing out, grow it as big as you possibly can. And then once you have a solid foundation is when you can move into other real estate investing aspects. Yeah, that's great. Antoine, this has been awesome, man. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. What would be the best way for others to contact you if they're looking out for Antoine, uh, for basically turnkey, anything else you're offering out there? Yeah. So we, if you're interested in turnkey, we have a turnkey company, a website, martelturnkey.com. The best way to get in touch with me. And if you want to learn, I have a ton of content on my Instagram for free. I actually just came out with an ebook, which was came out yesterday, actually, nice. um, September 11th. So that ebook, it's on Amazon for like $3 or $4. You can just search my name, Antoine Martel. If you want to get in contact with me, the best way is probably just to DM me on Instagram. Martel Antoine on Instagram. Tons of free videos and content, what I'm up to up there as well. Amazing. Antoine, thanks so much for coming on the show. Super appreciate your time. Keep killing it out there. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. You too. Alpha Funding Solutions, your capital partner backing real estate investors since 2007, providing the best combination of pricing and leverage in the market. Join Alpha's family of 1,000 plus successful and happy investors and let Alpha's team provide options in your next deal or reach out to discuss your future needs and strategy. So go to alphafunding.com backslash J and P. Again, that's alphafunding.com backslash J and P to connect or submit a deal today. Alpha Funding Solutions, your capital partner backing real estate investors since 2007, providing the best combination of pricing and leverage in the market. Join Alpha's family of 1,000 plus successful and happy investors and let Alpha's team provide options in your next deal or reach out to discuss your future needs and strategy. So go to alphafunding.com backslash J and P. Again, that's alphafunding.com backslash J and P to connect or submit a deal today.